0: Hey, everybody. what's going on, it's your man on, with it's your Another man. Black Benz Mental Health Podcast. First off, I gotta give thanks for everybody making this a top podcast in the world for mental health. Um, I'm getting the emails, I'm getting the, the 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 Facebook comments, and I appreciate everybody. Yes, I'm gonna do better on my social media with more information. Like I said, it's coming May. It's gonna be a big month. Um, I've been working on everything. Uh, men's, the men's line of products. I've been working on that. I've uh, been working on my new podcast is will come out success life coaches is gonna come out in may as well so may is gonna be pretty big for me so i appreciate y'all for following me but i got a lot planned with the black men's mental health so just stay tuned um so today's 420 right um you know everybody's like happy 420 yay yay and, and hey you know what i'm in no way going to hate on anybody who wants to partake in the herbal, uh, uh smoky of the marijuana. Now let me put this up front. We know that marijuana is not as bad, bad as cigarettes. We know that marijuana is not as, uh, there's nowhere near other drugs such as, uh, such as crack, cocaine, meth, all that stuff. So I want to put that out there cause I don't want nobody to think that this is a podcast hated on, um, People that smoke weed or, 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 or I'm hating or anything like that. Not at all. Um, so I do understand that in general, weed is not as bad as alcohol or stuff like that. So I don't want in any way for people to think that. So, but I do want to talk about black people uh, and weed, especially black men and weed and how it is helping further stereotypes. Now, as we know now weed is becoming legalized in a lot of places so don't get me wrong i'm not in any way you know trying to to delegalize it or anything like that but i, I just want to talk about how weed affects our imagery and how they're weaponizing it uh how they've been weaponized weed to um to throw us in jail and things like that so Weed is not a drug that makes people kill each other and all that stuff. You know, when weed started to become popular around black African Americans, especially black men, they started to criminalize it. They started to say weed was a gateway drug. Weed was a, uh, was a, um, was a starter drug. We made you do things. We, you know, they did a whole campaign. You know, the war against drugs was really, uh, let's be real, war against black men. It, it had nothing to do with, you know, it was like, oh man, you know, black people, we have to fight, you know. And, you know, it probably had a bit about crack and the crack epidemic, but they threw weed in there as well to help uh, further criminalize us as black men, um, to give us the stereotype you know they said you know they there was campaigns that weed leads to rape and weed leads to you know murders and things like that so at the end of the day they really use weed to criminalize us to make us seem like we were drug users but see the problem was we also we also furthered those stereotypes by actually popularizing weed within our culture. Um we, 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 we gave the imagery, unfortunately, that, you know, when black men are doing crime or things are happening, whatnot, we were smoking weed. We associated the drug with everything that was negative towards us. You know, oh, you know, I want to smoke some weed before I have sex to get loose or we're about to do this robbery, smoke weed. I mean, there's so much that we've done. In the negative side That we included weed with it Um, And so we allowed America To demonize us with that drug Um, Not understanding what we were doing to ourselves You know, back in the day I know in the 70s, you know, the 60s You know, black people smoke weed You know, black men smoke weed to relax And stuff like that And um, we didn't associate it with with our criminal negative activity in a sense we didn't use weed to say yo it was like more like yo let me relax let me chill have a good time um but we weren't using it to 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 help relax us or to help us get courage or to help us to to do certain criminal ideas you know I don't know when it became popular in in culture because when I was growing up you know, I grew up in the, you know, late 80s, early 90s, you know, 90s, 2000s, you know, when, you know, we started to be that drug that, you know, my peoples were like, yo, we're about to do this, you know, smoke this weed right now, you know, it went from like a recreational on the low drug to a party drug to a, a, I need this drug to do everything, Um, It became an addiction drug in the black community, especially with black men. Um, Now, this is just my experience. So, you know, somebody could sit sit there and say, oh, cash," you know, you're wrong for that. You know, so, you know, this is my opinion for what I've seen. I've already done the research. So I'm not I'm not. And I don't think there really is research in the black community about, you know, how we use wheat. So I could just tell you from my experience, you know, you know. Parents, grandparents use weed, but it was like on the weekends or maybe after work when, and they do go outside, stuff like that. It was never something that they did that, that I saw that was done to, you know, before everything. It wasn't an addiction. It wasn't like, yo, I got a weed every day. Now, uh, Slowly but surely, it became an addiction in the black community, especially black men. That weed, they need weed to function. Um, it wasn't like that back. I didn't, I didn't see it at least. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I didn't see it in the hood. I was raised in the hood. I was raised in New York City. You know, and we smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't something that was done every second of the day. You know, it was like the little. It wasn't blunts like it was. It was little, you know, uh, joints. You know what I mean with the white wrapper. You know what I mean. They hit the doobie as they call it. You know things like that. So it wasn't. It was a casual type of thing. Like I'm, I'm I need to relax and chill, and you know, boom. But then it turned into this thing that black people have have used. All the time, you know, I, I know people, even black women That say, you know, I can't function without weed You know, I gotta smoke my weed before I do this Smoke my weed before I do that And It's like, yo, come on now Like, it, you know, it's meant to relax you Um, Science uh, science have proven that, you know, weed relaxes Weed helps with certain things. So yeah, that's what it's there for But we have made it this staple within our community And unfortunately, when we do that White America Criminalizes anything that black people Put as a staple and try to connect it to Criminology to our to criminal And, and all the stereotypes of us and, and you know Not until white people Wanted to legalize it or Think it's it's and, and find out The benefits of it now all of a sudden You got white America Making millions shoot billions Of dollars off of weed And a lot of our young black Men are still in jail Because they were selling weed And make you eat. So, you know, you have to understand that, you know, there is a a balance. You know, we we may right now want to celebrate 420. We want to celebrate the day, but we have to understand the reality of the drug and our community. It has destroyed our community not because the drug itself is destroying us. is because it's a drug and we embraced it so much that we allow America to, to criminalize us with this drug. We, in, in essence, you know, now, I know nobody's ever, I've, I've never heard of nobody dying from weed. But a lot of crime that happens you know Brothers do Weed before Forgive them that I guess look at Smoke courage And, and to relax them And things like that We have put it within Our negative stereotypes Over the years Because like I said Somebody I could be wrong You know Somebody can hit me up And say "Yo, Cass, man We always did this Back in the day And you know That's cool But I remember Weed was just that thing That you know Parents go on on the fire escape, you know, for New York, yeah, you know, fire escape or the hallway, and did you know what I'm saying? They smoked it real quick, you know what I'm saying, to relax and chill out. Then, boom, way back to their regular life. It wasn't like a smoke session, and and you know they had the blunts and they doing it for hours on end. It just wasn't like that. I didn't see it until like. Come like the late 90s, early 2000s When it started to be like, you know, everywhere people go You know, I never smoked weed until I was an adult Like I was like way past my 20s and in my 30s When I was, when I first started, you know When I was younger You know and I don't want people to think that I was this nerd that was inside my house that didn't hang out Nah man I was out running the street with my peoples you know what I'm saying doing things that I I shouldn't have done Um, But my grandma came to me and she said please make me a promise never to smoke weed at least till you're 18 I was like "All right," because she saw the effect it started doing our community you know a lot of young black men started to make Weed more important than Working you know Weed relaxes you it, it calms you Down so a lot of people's motivation Wasn't there you know They were just chilling smoking weed People started you started to see A trend of young black Men just smoking weed all the time That's all they wanted to do smoke weed They wake up in the morning and smoke weed You know what I'm saying before they eat they smoke weed Before they go to sleep they're smoking weed they, All they did was smoke weed now let's talk about the mental health part of it now. Okay. We, we in the black community, especially black men have always done self-medication. Unfortunately, when it comes to mental health, self-medication is probably the worst thing. And let me explain. I know if you listen to my podcast, you understand what that means, but if you don't, let me break it down. <sighs> In the black community, black men suffer from a lot of mental health issues and unfortunately there not know the resources, understanding or push for us to resolve it. Within the white community They are always encouraged uh, To get their mental health handled Or if something happens they say it's mental health And they understand that Black men when we do something it's a trait You know if we're violent if we have PTSD it, You know what I'm saying It's, it's because oh we're just it's, it's just we're violent If we are oversexed, we don't have sexual Mental health issues no You know we are just predators If we you know if we're uh, Depressed we're just lazy If we have anxiety we're just anxious and nothing that we do is a mental health is a trait so what we had tended to do and this to me and like I said, this is just my opinion, people, so don't get me wrong with this. Uh, but, you know, we chosen to self-medicate ourselves. We relaxes you. It calms you down. It puts you in a euphoria state where your you're, you're, you're zen is on point. You're balanced. You're relaxed or, you know, things like that. Because we weren't afforded, and we're still not afforded the proper care to address our mental health the way we should. There aren't resources out there or medication out there that is encouraged in the black community for black men to help with different mental health disorders. And if you look at any job application you fill out or whatnot, depression and anxiety is a disability. But a lot of us will always say no to a disability because at the end of the day, we don't view it that way. We just view it as, oh, I'm depressed. I will get happy. I smoke the weed. I have anxiety. Let me get smoked the weed. Or we self-medicated with weed. So a lot of times when young black men were doing crimes or things they shouldn't have been doing, the weed gave them courage because inside they didn't want to do it. They felt like they had to do it. They had to do it to survive. Now, I'm not saying that there ain't some evil ass bastards out there that's doing fucked up shit and they smoke weed. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that, you know, when you are in a situation where you feel like I got to do this, survive or you're hurt or whatnot, we use weed as that clutch. And unfortunately, it gave the stereotype of weed and black men and and, and criminalizing us in association with it. And, that's, and that was sad So at the end of the day We had to understand that um, We use weed in the black community Especially with black men To self-medicate To help us with, with all those issues That we had no resource to help us with So weed a lot of times Is a double-edged sword On one half We have been able to We used it. We allowed people to use it to criminalize us. On the other, we've used it to self-medicate because we didn't have the resources. So when we out here, when you out here smoking this weed, having a good time on 420, understand that at the end of the day, it's not just... It represents so much more. Now it's being legalized and normalized because white America wanted to. politicians wanted to. Now all of a sudden people are making billions of dollars off of it. And we still have a lot of young black men, shoot, and some old black men that are in jail right now because they were selling weed. So think about that. The privileges you having right now With that 420 and the good times you're having there are black men in jail right now Because of that They have no other criminal history They, they ain't kill nobody, ain't rape nobody, ain't hurt nobody They just so weed and they in jail right now And on the other side There's a white man right now Making billions of dollars legally Off of weed He's a drug dealer grow, Growing farms of weed they brothers in jail that grew a couple of plants in their house. But at the end of the day, they're in jail and these white people aren't. So think about that when you're during 420 today. Think about it. How that drug furthers our stereotypes. Now, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, so I'm not trying to say don't go have fun. I'm not saying that, but I think the discussion needs to be had. We need to understand. That what you enjoy today Somebody's in jail right now suffering And there's a white man making billions of dollars Off of that weed you just You know weed is not like it's grown in your man's house anymore Or what not Nah they're growing in These white people are growing uh, You know factories of it and selling it now And that could be the weed you're you're smoking While our brothers are still in jail So I appreciate everybody that listens to this podcast I want to do one for today because I really wanted to talk about this subject It was something I was thinking about the last few days So I definitely want to talk about it. Like I said, I'm not here to, to, to spoil anybody's day But I just think of the conversation we need to have We need to talk about, you know what I mean? We need to think about how it's affected us in Black men in America So um, I appreciate everybody has been uh, supporting me with the podcast Um... I've been working on the men's uh, hair product line. It's almost done. Uh, The packaging is amazing. Uh, The website will be up soon. Um, So it's all being worked at. I'm launching in May. So in about two weeks, a little less than two weeks. I'm launching the products. I am um, developing a, a beer bomb, uh a skin and beer bomb, uh, a skin, uh, a body and beard uh body a uh, body I'm sorry a beard and body butter and um and I'm I'm developing a I developed a uh, oil a beer oil um, also I have a a, a with making all of this stuff and and, and, and really being into the measurements of essential oil I did research and found out how to make um, how to make uh, hair growth. You know, all natural hair growth oil That helps promote, repair, stimulate healthy hair It works Now people, if you see me I rock the baldy all the time But you know what I'm saying It's helped my hair And the parts that can grow back My Some of my my baldness isn't um, just lack of hair You know, something or whatever But scars and stuff like that But at the end of the day You know, it's helped my beard And stuff like that I've, I've used it for months now personally When I was developing all the products um, And I've used Used it. I just use it naturally, but then I was like, wow, this really works. You know, the, the combination of the oils and stuff like that. So it's it's going to be the most infused, uh, uh, it's going to be the most infused oils that help your hair on the market. I mean, it's going to have every single thing that your hair needs to grow, to repair, to stimulate, to shine, to, to promote. It, it's more, more oils and min- minerals more oils and stuff than any other on the market you know what i'm saying so i'm excited about that um so just like i said i appreciate everybody if you want to uh check me out and everything i do go to Williams.com. new website will be up in the next few days so check that out um actually no the website will be up a uh, new website will be up uh come May you probably go there right now It says coming soon because everything's being redesigned my whole brand and everything y'all helped me go to the next level in my life I really want to tell you this you know because you know my life was okay I did I did what I did but you know because of this podcast y'all have opened so many doors for me. And taking my life to the next level. And I appreciate you so much. This podcast literally saved my life, saved everything I was doing and helped me become better. So I want to appreciate you so much. Uh, because really y'all supporting me really saved my life, and I appreciate that so much. So I do a lot I do, I do for y'all, I do for the people that listen, and I do it because you supported me. I don't wanna be, I don't wanna let you down because you supported me. Me. You got me out of a dark place. You helped me. And I really appreciate you so much. If you want to know Alyssa's podcast directly, you go to blackbandsmentalhealth.com. You can listen to this podcast and information about black mental health and, and, and uh, links and things like that. I'm going to do better on the social media soon. I guarantee May 1st, you're going to see a huge launch. You're going to see a huge uh, push. A lot of great things happen. We're talking about billboards. We're talking about, oh, man, you know, let me not even say it's going to be great. All right. I appreciate you. Until next time.